Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby picker. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares? Who knows? Why bother? Welcome back to Rugby Pick'em. I'm BT here with Tommy No Picks and Uncle Johnny. Yeah. And Tommy, we've had all this amazing local club rugby college rugby we're blessed with so much good rugby in our life we've been watching the eagles we have the classic southern hemisphere goes to northern hemisphere autumn series johnny it's been rebranded into i think the autumn international series something along those lines i know amazon's involved trying to grab tv rights it's it's a whole thing but the Biggest scoreline of the weekend was Scotland. The Scottish. Coming out on top against the Aussies. William Wallace. It was a defensive scoreline, but Finn Russell's attacking the line. You got the Aussies fucking stepping out in space. Hooper being a heat-seeking missile all over the field. Great back and forth. I love when there's a lot of just broken lines and amazing long runs. Followed by a great defensive play that like stops it and snuffs it out right in the red zone and gets a turnover. Scotland stun Australia. South Africa, the defending world champions. Johnny, how long do they get to say that? Until a new World Cup is lifted? Yeah, that's exactly how long. <laughs> Even if they totally fell off in the rankings and was like yeah. fifth, okay. yeah, everybody that like ever, they, right. boom gets wiped off the, the planet. You know, South Africa. There's like a San Andreas style. You know, boom, fault goes down and crashes in a tectonic plate and down into Antarctica. Penguins, penguins from South Africa that are on beaches. That's the actual thing I've seen them get to reunite with other non-beach penguins. And uh, and South Africa's they're still world champions until um yeah Tommy there's a lot of big games left the Italians Tom hung with the All Blacks in a way that Impressive. the the Eagles and Wales did not this was not a routing as the score might suggest at 30 minutes it was like zero to zero yeah. It's like we were talking about, oh, who should USA be playing? Italy, you know, Uruguay more. Turns out we can get killed by Italy. We'll see. Yeah, Italy uh, continuing to fight. Not getting wins, but moral victories. Again, they kind of flop in the Six Nations. They get a dub here every now and then. Uh, But they're obviously getting better, John. Don't you have to? It's back to our ultimate argument. You got to grind the saw against better teams to get better, to take that jump. Yeah, of course. Taking L's to the face every. Every year in, in test windows really hurt the morale for the boys. But Italy hasn't had a problem of playing 20 minutes of good rugby. They, they've always been able to play 20 minutes of really good rugby. Yeah. Like, the rest <laughs> of the game has been their problem all along. So, and, and, you know, all Blacks fans, as proud and as they are, right, and, you know, a little bit arrogant. But, like, they will just talk about how poorly they played. But, yeah, credit to Italy for that. Uh, I think it, there's some real good competition this this past weekend, right? The South Africa Wales game, fantastic, in some crazy conditions, and friends Stain just playing like he's a child, like yeah. out there just, just slotting goals. <laughs> no problem. I was really bummed out for a little Brad Wibber, Wibber, 
who smashed his nose and got uh, HIA in the early on, but there was a ginger sighting. Uh, <laughs> Finlay Christie. Yeah, Finlay. So he's spicy too. I mean, like you know, next man up for the All Blacks is not much drop off, right? Finley yeah. Christie played electric, and we're talking about their three and four. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Also, yeah, I mean, France against Argentina. So those are two teams with such a spice, similar uh, style. Not the same, but the similarities mean like a like they're both mercurial. They get in the same like on the same pitch and the ball is just flying around people are throwing themselves at each other there's it's like if you took champagne rugby it, you take your champagne to uh, an Argentinian barbecue where it's all beef and champagne <laughs> flying around there's bubbles there's beef there's good times hot coals, there's people and it was just electric. I mean, it was electric. It was all. It was also just you know the high risk, high reward stuff. There were one play. With, there was one play with two yellow cards, one for each team. Oh, and there's like, like one continuous motion. And it was yeah. just you know, uh, it was it was impressive to see. But um, yeah, credit. I mean, France has got to be like looking at this as this is our time, right? We're hosting coming up on hosting the World Cup, so we got to just ramp up, and Argentina came yeah. to play and yeah. throw their beef around. Yeah, at this point, coaches who contract-wise have locked into 2023 World Cup, you're definitely strategically playing and blooding players this season, specifically to see, okay, in 2022, I really have to tighten up in my final year of World Cup prep, and then 23, you know who your guys are. And playing combinations, right? So, like, you, with, whether it's England with the, with the popular 10-12 combination where it's like you can your 10 slot to 12. Uh, they France did that with uh, Intimac as well, so the 10 and 12 – Play both of your playmakers at 10 and 12. and um, Different 9-10 combos. See who clicks. Trying combinations, trying younger players, bleeding them in, seeing who you want to like keep on your squad as you legit have to lock it in and ramp up. Tommy, Ireland having a good little test uh, window right here. Tist. Sorry. Tist. Um, Beating Japan pretty handily. Mm-hmm. They had one try where just like every guy did this super basic like catch and pass it across your chest. It was beautiful. Hit like hands, five hands. Hands will do. Well, just, and then Jameson, it was a hands will do. And then Jameson <laughs> Gibson Park, you know, again quietly yeah. or not so quietly playing, you know, f- like little chip through to the winger and you know just that's a that's an impact player and it's not a small thing for them to beat Japan at this stage. Like they. They knew they were in for one. Japan's a good squad. What and they always seem to turn up more so than just like off off cup years. J- during the cup, they always like turn seem to turn it up a little bit. Like so, Argentina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're good. They're good for a good strong contest yeah. every game. I mean, Ireland whipped them, but I guarantee you they're gonna get some some more close games against yeah. the other teams as their teams thin out at the end of the tour um here's one that's kind of off the cuff uh fiji beats spain shout out to matt johnston from world rugby who i met at this falls pathways usa rugby camp he's out with fiji as a cover analyst helping the boys kind of get better film use that film analytically and and help fiji 
do this northern hemisphere tour and be really dialed in and have the right resources like world rugby wants fiji to excel i think every single rugby fan wants fiji 15s to excel and fuck spain came out was up like i think two scores on him and then fiji just put the hammer down and and took care of it, it must have been 40 something to, to 13 or i don't really know the score john but when it's that divided i know who won and it was Fiji. Um, but they're upgrading this week. They're playing Wales. So that's going to be a whole different ball game than, than Spain. The Iberian Peninsula is up and coming, okay? It's it's not there yet. Is that because, is it, you're saying that because Portugal beat Canada? John, can you just go off as, as the American who needs to give the Canadians the talking they need to hear right now? No, oh, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm I subscribe to the politeness of our Canadian neighbors. I love Canada, their culture, and <laughs> they have a proud rugby history, but man, I mean, Brian Kelly did a good uh, article, interesting take on the turning point uh, for Canadian rugby back in the day when they played Georgia and there was a giant brawl that broke ago. out. Um, so that's worth a read on the Rugby Network, but uh, yeah, Canada is in a shambolic state. And it's not like they're gone forever, right? Like, let's not just be doom and gloom, right? They, they're no, still that's strong. USA Rugby and the bankruptcy issues. It's like, yeah, exactly, right? They still have infrastructure. They're still financially right? solvent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the Canuckskis are Dunskis. Not Dunskis, but they're, oof, they're, they're having a rough go. It's dark just, it's a, it's a dark, uh, they, it's dark four years for them, but hey, how about the, like like we said, it's Canadian women just, oh, yeah. just repping hard. So Portugal, yeah. give you give you a little. Uh, I'll have a port for <laughs> cheers to you, and then you know you got Romania. Yes, that is going to round out our final game. But I put it on there because we have been giving Uruguay the much due credit after they got the Americas won. They got beat, fellas, out in Eastern Europe. The Romanians poured it on in the second half. Beat them like 29-17. Tommy, I don't really know the numbers, but I know <laughs> who won. Um, John, Romania's had some good World Cup wins. Um, haven't seen their name in the Tist scene in a while. But you got to imagine Uruguay was feeling their swag and went out there and just didn't live up to the flair. I mean, Romania is also tough just going into Bucharest. Right? I mean, you, if you play against them, I think they require you to take like a shot of homemade moonshine before you go onto the field. And it's like in a fermented jar and whatever. Point, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I, I don't know if we mentioned, though, but England Tonga, where England. Um, you know, it looked good in Tonga, strong. England were always going to be in control of that one. But, um, you know, again, England trying some combinations. Everybody loves Marcus Smith because he's electric. Um, Quite. Owen Farrell just tested positive for COVID, so he's oh, not no. in their next test match. This is just some drama out of England. But uh, what we haven't talked about is like teams like Tonga, who could benefit from revised... Uh, regulations on transferring your co- allegiance, your country of allegiance. Oh yeah, 
Um, the transfer rules. The transfer rules. Yeah. So, like, you know, players like Fekitoa and um, Tammy Lau, like, or... Lau Mape. Lau Mape. I mean, there's just, I mean, name, like, a dozen, two dozen stud players that are right on the cusp of playing for their country. Let's read New Zealand. Uh, and they're, they're now potentially eligible for... Um, One of their heritage country her- Country of origin or country they're tied to through lineage as well? I don't mind this at all, John, because all. Europe's already playing a dirty game with who has a South African grandmother. And the U.S. does the same exact thing. Scottish grandmothers, this, that, like any connection we can get. They'll be like, oh, sweet, that guy's USL eligible? They'll bring him into camp if he's good enough. So, Tommy, this is what I challenge you with. Yeah. You need to make a TikTok <laughs> that basically puts the heat on Bill Beaumont and World Rugby yeah. and says, change the eligibility rules, and then just have like a huge tong and forward, like running a crash line and exploding <laughs> and battling, bashing defenders. Change the eligibility rules with the like robot. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Beaumont. And I'm sure it's on Bill himself. Like, you know, could he do this with a flick of a wand? I don't know, John. I don't know how much bureaucracy. But what kind of wands, though? Are we talking like, you know, what are I those imagine ones he has bu- a staff that he just bangs on the ground like in a Gandalf, you shall not pass. And maybe he's saying you shall not pass these eligibility rules. Oh, well, that's a know. twist. I don't know. Tommy, at the end of the day, Test Rugby is back. We got teams playing all over, mostly in Europe. Um, next week, though, some big tests. Huge. Uh, Johnny, here's a spicy one for you. Italy, Argentina. So again, it's like, you know, the Italians, the way they play soccer with their hands and begging for the call. They don't play soccer with their hands, man. (laughs) They play, that's like... I know, the Europeans would cringe because they play football, but yeah, I I get the (laughs) pun. Uh, But that's going to have a lot of spice, that game. We also have Scotland, South Africa, which is great because the Scottish team is very South African. Van der Merber, and a couple guys, a couple props with the dyed blonde hair, our, our proper uh, South African Dutch boys, you know, trust me. Uh, and lastly, um, Canada closes out their tour against Belgium. Yeah. Johnny, would you call this a must win? No, but it's not a must win. <laughs> they got nothing. Technically but, not. But I will say, hopefully they're letting loose having a... And they're not going to be having fun, but having a little bit of good time on the road, doing some team bonding, and just going into this Belgium fixture with nothing to lose. So, yeah, look out, Belgium, because oh, Canada's got nothing to lose. There you go. Except for the, the game, and that would be terrible. Yeah, it's going to be in Brussels, so we'll <laughs> see. want to win. We'll see what the uh, hectic environment can bring. Exciting test rugby. You can catch it all and more to come on. <laughs> against them I think they require you to take like a shot of homemade moon 
moonshine before you go on to the field and it's like in a fermented jar and whatever. Yeah. It's like if you took champagne rugby, it, you take your champagne to uh, an Argentinian barbecue where it's all beef and champagne <laughs> flying around. There's bubbles, there's beef. Test uh, window right here. Tist. Sorry. Tist. Um. Coming up on hosting the World Cup, so we gotta just ramp up. And Argentina came to play and throw their beef around. The Iberian Peninsula is up and coming. Okay, it's. non-beach penguins. Just trying younger players, bleeding them in, seeing who you want to like keep on your squad as you legit have to lock it in and ramp up. So yeah, look out Belgium, because Canada's got nothing to lose. There you go. Except for the, the game, that would be terrible. No, your role.